Hi guys, welcome back to the For Good podcast. My name is Jenna and this is a podcast all about the thoughts, conversations, and people that have changed me and my life for good and for the better. Um, Also, just kind of a place for me to rant about my life and my thoughts and feelings. First of all, I am so happy that you're here. I'm sorry that it's been a little bit since I recorded last, but thank you for bearing with me. You know, I never promised that I was going to be good at this whole podcasting thing or consistent. Nonetheless, I'm happy that you're here. I'm happy to be here. You know, I'm currently in my room with some candles lit. I just made a cup of coffee, even though it's six o'clock at night. So might be a bad decision, but we're here and comfortable and ready to dive into a pretty interesting topic, I think. Um, and it's just going to be me today, but I do promise that I'm going to have some guests soon. I've already made a huge list on my phone of different people that I am excited to talk with and have on the podcast, but for now, you know, it's just me kind of finding my footing and finding myself a little bit on this podcast before I figure out the details and logistics of adding another person to that, but kind of before jumping into today's episode or topic, I wanted to do a little check-in with you all since it's been a long time. So if you listen to or remember the first episode, I kind of would love to share a high from my week, a low, and then answer one of the we're not really strangers questions that just comes from that card game because I think it's super interesting and fun. But now I'm trying to think about a high and a low from the past like two or three weeks (laughs) or whenever I recorded the intro episode first. Let me go back and see what day I posted that even. Okay, honestly, maybe that was like around Valentine's Day, I want to say. So it's probably been a month. I'm so sorry. Um, Okay, I guess since it's been a long time, I'll just share a couple highs and a couple lows if I can think about them, but I'll try and make it relatively quick as quick as I can. I think a couple highs. I have been getting back into running again, which just feels so good. Um, I think I shared that that was one of my favorite things in the intro episode, and that's definitely true. I think that there is nothing that can like clear my mind more, that can just make me feel uh, just at peace in the way that running does, and I think it's a great a great way for me to get some alone time and to move my body. I was actually dog sitting over our spring break um, at my college and the dog had a little like waist harness that you can wear to go on runs with her. And I was like, oh my gosh, this would be so much fun. So that actually kind of sparked me getting back into running again, which was really great because then I got to take this dog on some runs, which was really fun. And then have just tried to stay more consistent with it even though it's so cold outside and there's usually snow (laughs) that comes every couple weeks every little while but I've really been loving it just listening to some good music some podcasts while I run that's been a big high for me and just kind of helping my mental clarity and mental health as well as it always does and I know that but sometimes it can be hard to 
to keep that consistent in my life. So that's been a high, another high, um, before spring break, Mallory and Jamie and I drove to Cleveland to go visit my brother and sister-in-law. And that was honestly so, so much fun. I feel like I, I just love road trips in general, but I think having the time and the space to like not do homework and to just like catch up with them and talk pretty much the entirety of the car ride there, talk the whole time while we were hanging out and thrift shopping and um, cooking meals and things and then talking the whole way home and blasting music. It just felt so, so good and so needed. Um, And just a good reminder that like we do have more to our lives than school and it's just such a gift when we have a chance to, to actually just hang out with each other and not only do homework. Um, so that was another high. Think of one more. Oh, so we had a snow day maybe a couple of weeks ago, which is so incredibly rare for colleges, I feel like in general. Um, but especially at Calvin, I just feel like that's really rare. So we had a snow day and my friend Sarah called me at like 9am that day and I was already up and was like, Hey, can Josiah and I bring you coffee? Josiah is her boyfriend and one of my good friends, um, that I met through work last year. So they called me and they're like, can we bring you coffee? And I was like, you do not have to do that. But they surprised me and brought me Starbucks, which was just so sweet. And then they were like, also, we want to cook with you and bake with you. And like hang out for the rest of the day if you want to and then we made homemade tomato soup and grilled cheese and baked like three batches of muffins I feel like and it was honestly just so so precious and so fun um and I think just like a really good reminder of how just blessed and grateful I feel to have such good people and such good friends in my life and yeah, just two very, very precious friends in my life and people that I look up to a lot in the way that they are just so thoughtful and so caring and considerate. So that was just like a really, a really good cozy snow day with them. So those are some of my highs from the past couple weeks. I think for some lows, um, I had like three group projects or presentations all this past week. And that just felt like a lot to to handle. Um, and I am in like my lightest semester credit-wise and um, course load-wise. So like, like that's a really big relief for senior year. But I think having all three of the projects stacked on top of each other, yeah, just like overlapping in the same week just felt pretty overwhelming. And like it was a lot of a lot of work, especially when I'm feeling a little bit burnt out and a little bit of senioritis but we tackled them successfully so that was good um another low I have just not been sleeping the best lately so part of that could just be me having caffeine way too late at night which I'm also doing right now but I I don't normally struggle with falling asleep or staying asleep um but that's been a little rough lately, which also makes waking up at like 6 a.m. for my internship feel rough. And I don't think that like a lack of sleep makes me moody or like 
irritable or like really changes changes how I interact with people but I just like know that I don't feel at my best and I think when I'm thinking about internship and meeting with clients I I really do want to be my best there and like be able to pour out the best that I can so I feel like not having the most sleep and not feeling the most rested can make the long days feel even longer and I just kind of can feel guilty about not being at my best for the clients or residents there and definitely not at the best for my friends or other relationships in my life. So I'm going to try and get a handle on that. I will keep you guys posted on how the caffeine does tonight, but hopefully I can get some good sleep. Um, and then I think my last low would just be, I think for the, the past little while, I just haven't felt the most like myself and I haven't felt the most like I really want to be around people which is going to be really ironic for the topic of today's episode but I think because I know that I don't feel at my best and I'm not doing the best in the world mental health wise I don't want to like put that on other people and I don't want to like be with other people when I know that I'm not at my best and I just like don't want to put that on other people when I can sense and I can tell that I'm not going to that I'm not at my best right because I don't want to project on my friends I don't want um to bring the mood down and like just honestly I don't know if I feel the most like hanging out or haven't felt the most like hanging out in the past little while um there definitely have still been like good moments and I've still been hanging out with my friends I feel like pretty regularly but I think I'm just catching myself a little bit more often than not kind of just wanting to be alone so I'm trying to just like take that feeling for what it is and process that and do a little bit of my own work to figure out like okay why am I feeling like I need why am I feeling like I need to be alone like Am I really just craving some more alone time and some more space to just decompress or is this like my own mind or my own depression telling me that like I I don't want to be around people I shouldn't be around people you know and like kind of contributing to making that worse so I don't know if any of that makes sense but just been a little bit of a funky little while for me and there's a ton of like other factors influencing that as well but we're making our way through it and I'm trying to get better about like communicating that in in honest terms to my friends but yeah we're figuring that one out still and then for the we're not really strangers question oh okay this is a very interesting one Um, It says, what belief about myself is holding me back the most right now? Replace this with a positive affirmation instead. Something that I actually wrote in my notes app the other day that maybe could relate to this. It says, why do I think that being honest means that I'm being unkind? Don't really exactly remember what prompted this thought, but I think... This is something that I still wrestle with and still think about a lot. As much as I really try to be vulnerable and try to be um, transparent with my feelings and with where I'm at, 
I at the same time really struggle with being honest because I think I perceive that as me being unkind and maybe my honesty hurting other people. So I wonder if a lot of this just goes back to wanting to be like a people pleaser and really struggling with that. It's like, for example, if like a friend maybe hurt my feelings and like they apologize, I think my automatic response is going to be like, it's okay. It's fine. Like, it's okay. And like, it is okay because I'm, I forgive them and I'm going to forgive them. But that's also like not the most honest response because maybe that also hurt me and like hurt my feelings. Um, So that's one example. Maybe another one would just be like if I'm being honest about maybe communicating what I need, then I feel unkind if I'm not maybe doing what's best for other people. So if I like really need some alone time or like I'm not really feeling up to a hangout, I think I can struggle with saying no sometimes or really communicating that I would feel better doing something else because I'd rather just like go with the flow and like do what makes other people happy because most times, nine times out of ten, that makes me feel happier. But I think a lot of that is just rooted in like me feeling me feeling like I'm being unkind if I'm honest about my thoughts and my feelings and what I need. I guess to replace that with a positive affirmation, I could say being honest is an act of kindness. That kind of reminds me of like what one of my good friends told me sometime last year, I think. And she was just like talking about how important communication is. And she was like, you know what, Jenna? Clarity is kindness. The more clearly and honestly you can speak with people, that is just an act of kindness to them. Um, Because you're not trying to hold things over them. You're not trying to... um, You're not stuffing down your own feelings, making them guess, or if you just kind of stuff those feelings or thoughts down and then that comes out in passive aggression later. Yeah, I think that is... That was just some really good advice that stuck with me, but I definitely need to keep, keep reflecting on that and better implementing it in my own life, I'd say. Okay, in typical Jenna fashion, now that I've rambled for 20 minutes after saying I was going to be brief, let's move on to today's topic. So a little backstory. I did record a second episode um, and it was all about why I love alone time and why I love my room. And I think it went okay. I like got halfway through editing it, but then school got really busy with all those projects that I mentioned. And I was thinking about posting it, but then was looking back and realized that, you know, in the episode I talked about how important alone time is for me, how I'm really intentional about carving that out. And it's like my favorite time of the week and I look forward to it. All these things that are very true and that I definitely strive to do. But then I realized since I last recorded that episode, I had had like zero alone time since then. And I was like, Jenna, you cannot post this episode like just talking about how much you love alone time, how you prioritize it, and then not have made it a priority for yourself in the past two or three weeks. So I just feel like that was kind of ironic and I couldn't bring myself to post it. 
maybe I will later on if I think it's worth it or if I think there's some good things in there to share. Um, but I say all of that to say, I, I never want this podcast to be me documenting as if I like have it all figured out or I never want it to be me in this posture of thinking that I've just arrived or achieved all the things and all the topics that I'm talking about. I know that the the name of the podcast is for good and how these things have changed me and molded me and shaped me for the better. At the same time, I want this podcast to be like an honest documentation of where I'm at and I hope that it can just be a little window into my life and into the things that I'm learning and journeying through because I think the last thing that I want is to portray every episode or myself on here is just being happy and having it all together and having it all figured out because that's just not true and I think that like even things that have shaped me for the better and for good can also be really difficult and really painful and really hard things to sit with so I just wanted just wanted to put that out there um, and say that I hope that I can do my best to be honest with all of you and to be honest about where I'm at and what I'm feeling and I hope that you know that I'm just as much learning all these things um, kind of as I'm sharing them with you and yeah want to give myself grace with that I hope that you all can give me grace and give yourselves grace because we're all just figuring it out and if I look back at myself like my freshman year of college I was a completely different person and if I look at myself from like a month ago or two months ago I still feel like I'm largely such a different person than I am now and yeah I always want to believe that you know people can change and people are always growing and working on themselves and that humans have the capacity and the potential to change which is really cool and wonderful (sighs) okay after that tangent after that preface so I didn't post the episode on alone time but all of that to say I do have like three billion ideas of what I want to talk about on this podcast and so much of me wishes I could just talk about them all right now but because I can't I will keep on brainstorming and I'll just have to keep podcasting then all of that to say the topic that I decided on for today's episode as I'm sure you saw by the title is defining friendships differently this is a conversation that I've had so much over the past couple weeks and I figured you know if it's still on my mind a couple weeks later then it's definitely impacted my life and impacted impacted my thought process and just where I'm at so if it's been on my mind for this long I also wanted to share it with all of you guys. So I guess the conversation was first sparked by um, Mallory's sister Morgan when she came over to visit and truly chatting about anything and everything under the sun. And we were asking Morgan, you know, like, what have your friendships looked like in post-grad and how has that been for you? Just, you know, checking in, curious to hear any any and all advice that she had to offer. And that sparked a conversation just about 
the essence of friendship. And Morgan asked us, she was like, what do you think is most important to you in a friendship? And how would you define friendship? I've just been thinking about it and journaling about it a lot lately because I think it can seem simple to just like brush that off and be like, oh, of course, like friends are people that you hang out with a lot or people that are going to stand by your side no matter what. And like those things are definitely true. But I think that there's also a lot, a lot of depth and complexity to friendship. So that's what we're going to be exploring a little bit in today's episode. So first, I wanted to talk about how we form friendships. I think elementary school, uh, middle school, just growing up, a lot of my friends were formed out of proximity, right? So they're the people that I had class with. They're people that lived in my neighborhood, maybe in my cul-de-sac. Maybe they're people that were on swim team with me. And I think for a lot of these friendships, we would just spend time together and it felt very goofy, very, very lighthearted. And it really just felt like friendships out of proximity, but also there was a level of safety and security. I think another way that we form friendships is through shared experiences and a shared identity. So if I think through uh, my life in middle school and high school, I definitely formed friends out of the fact that we went to the same high school, which kind of goes with proximity too, but we were in some of the same classes, um, maybe joined some of the same student orgs on campus. For like shared experience, I went to a two-week long summer camp, and I think it was moments like that that just really bond you with the people that, that are beside you because you spend so much quality time together Um, within the span of a week or two weeks and you just have all of these shared experiences and inside jokes that just bond you in kind of an indescribable way because you can't really talk about it with your friends that are outside of that group like that's still definitely very present in my life in the sense of like people that I went to camp with my like freshman year of high school or sophomore year they will still like type in our snapchat group chat every now and then and like talk about an inside joke or share a picture from camp and I still love all of them dearly but it's like we're never we're never checking in about each other's lives and like actually talking or having conversations but we still just want to keep in touch um with people that are in the camp bubble and in the camp world I think similarly whenever I was a camp counselor here in Michigan and in Arkansas I definitely formed a lot of close friendships there that were friendships only temporarily and Maybe that goes with proximity. Maybe it goes with shared identity and experience as well. But we, you know, we really bonded over the summer and over shared experiences of leading campers and having really long and really exhausting weeks. Um, I think most of those friendships only lasted um, the short season of life that I was a camp counselor, but still definitely enriched my life in a lot of ways. I think another way that we oftentimes form friendships is through shared values and shared interests. The hobbies that I enjoy and how I've met people who also like to run and now we can like go on runs together. I think about people who have similar interests and passions to me that are in the same major that I'm in at um, at school and we, we care about social justice. We really care about advocacy and inclusion and we care about honest conversations with one another. So those are all things that 
those are all friendships that have formed just because we have shared interests and shared values of how fundamentally just view life and what it means to care for human beings so those are that's another way and then i feel like the last way that i could kind of think of would just be friendships forming pretty spontaneously maybe you're not really thinking about it you're not really looking for it but it just kind of kind of happens or falls into your lap and and things just click or suddenly they're just like really integrated into your life and they're just a huge person in your life and I think that those can be some of the most exciting friendships sometimes because you're not looking for it you're not really expecting it but it's kind of just feels like a little blessing and a little gift um those are just some kind of things that I was thinking about in the terms of like how we form friendships and I shared a little a bit of these thoughts with Sheila the other day when we were getting dinner and she kind of unpacked it more with me and shared from her philosophy major her knowledge of Aristotle's view of friendship and how friendship exists kind of in three different kinds friendships of pleasure friendships of utility and then friendships of virtue she described it kind of as friendships of value being ones that bring us joy they make us feel good friendships of utility bringing us benefits so like they just offer us some resources some help and are beneficial to us and then friendships of virtue those friendships bring admirable character and goodness into our lives and we just have an appreciation for the individual for who who they are as a person i just thought that was so interesting and i don't understand the concept fully because i'm not a philosophy major but i still find it really interesting to think about like why are we friends with the people that we're friends with the way that just like friendships can serve different needs and serve different purposes in our lives i think is so so fascinating and thinking about defining friendships and you know what's most important to me and friendships so i thought of five things that i think are most important to me in friendships and i'll explain each of them a little bit more as i go through the episode so the five things are feeling loved feeling secure feeling like we can be ourselves, feeling encouraged, and feeling reciprocal. So for the first one, feeling loved. I thought about this one a lot in terms of the five different love languages. Quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, gifts, and physical touch. And there's like a a little test you can take online if you're interested in figuring out the ways that you both give and receive love because sometimes those can be different. Would definitely encourage you to take that online if you're interested. But I think for me, two of my biggest love languages are definitely words of affirmation and quality time. I'm definitely a huge words girl. I always have been and I've kind of tried to like stuff stuff this need down in my life and be like, oh, maybe it's not that important to me because I think it can feel kind of like, I can feel kind of guilty or kind of selfish sometimes for some of these love languages. But then I remind myself that like, these are just ways that we feel really loved and feel really appreciated. And there's not one that's like more valid or more okay than the other one. Cause I think people also feel that way about like gifts because they're like, oh, it just feels like really materialistic if like that's my love language. But it's like, no, if that's a way that you genuinely feel loved, then that's a good thing and like that's just part of the way that God made you and like the way that you are. I've been trying to remind myself not to dismiss those things but I think for me in a friendship I feel I feel very confident and very strong in a friendship if 
there's a lot of affirmation and the affirmation is just given very freely which I feel like my friends do such an incredible job at um whether that be just like sending a little text after we hang out being like I had so much fun with you I'm so grateful for you like it was such a good time I feel like they're really good at doing that and I also try to give that um maybe it looks like handwritten notes yeah I think it's just really important to like speak words of truth and words of kindness over friendships so that's definitely one way that I feel really loved and then I think quality time is really big for me in the sense of I just want just want to be with people I definitely want my alone time and I definitely crave independence at times but I also really just enjoy being with people and having good conversations with people and checking in with them so I think quality time goes into that of like I feel really good about a friendship if we're hanging out pretty consistently and just getting to spend good time getting to know each other more because I think there's always more things that you can know about about your friends which is so lovely so that's the first one the second one feeling secure I thought about this in terms of attachment styles so I think there's like three or four maybe ones I was thinking of um are like avoidant anxious and secure attachment and in like my social work classes and just what I've done in my own research and reading I think that I definitely lean more towards an anxious attachment style probably need more affirmation and more assurance and I'm drawn toward people in conflict if I feel unsure about a friendship or I'm just experiencing some anxiety I want to go to that person I want to fix it and I want to to know that it's going to be okay whereas other people I think if they're in conflict or not feeling okay about something or maybe just their more natural demeanor is to just be more independent and more a little bit more avoidant I think I've noticed in friendships like it can feel difficult for me if other people need or want a lot more space than I need or want because I'm like oh are you upset with me do you not want to hang out with me do you not like me as much as I like you and I think I recognize how that can come across as like very overbearing and very anxious working on that it's a very slow process but that's just kind of one way that I think can come up in friendships is if you have different communication styles or different like different understandings of like how frequently you want to communicate or hang out or interact I think that's a layer that can go into friendships and what makes people feel good and how they define it so for me I think probably having more communication rather than not more affirmation and more reassurance of the friendship I think is important to me to feel good the next thing feeling like we can be ourselves I think it's really really important in my friendships to feel like I can just be my full self and that other people also feel welcome to be their full selves because I have definitely been in situations and friendships where I don't feel this way and this sounds like so crazy but I feel like my body can like tell when I don't feel comfortable I don't feel fully like fully like myself and I can kind of shut down a little bit and feel like I have to just make myself feel small I can feel like my full self isn't really welcomed or wanted 
and it all just feels like very subconscious and very behind behind the scenes but I can still tell and I can still pick up on that but there's such a stark difference between that and when I feel that and when I'm around people who just bring out the best parts of me the best sides of me and I just feel like I could like tell them anything or do anything and they're gonna love me and they're gonna support me and um just like accept me for who I am and I think that is a really really strong indicator for me on on a good and a close friendship it would be my hope that other people also feel welcome to be their full selves around me and yeah just know that I'm not going to judge them and that I want them to to be their full and honest selves with me as well the next one feeling encouraged it's really important to me to feel encouraged and empowered Um, by my friends and I really strive to do that with them as well but I think like in the day-to-day if I have things that are going on in my life I think my friends do a really good job of like encouraging me and like I had my big presentations the past week and my friends remember those things and were like texting me and asking me about them and encouraging me through them so that was really important to me and just knowing that like they truly want what's best for me and will always be my biggest supporters is so important to me and I also want the best for them and like I want I want them to know that I'm always going to be on their team and rallying around them and wanting them to do what's best for them at the end of the day. I think that feeling encouraged um, for me also relates a lot to just my faith and I think a lot of the friendships that I've had in my life have felt very rooted and very grounded in faith and how can we how can we encourage one another to to grow closer to the Lord, to grow and develop as Christians and as people. I think my friends push me to be a better version of myself in general. They make me want to to love people better and to learn more and to grow more as an individual. But I think also in my faith, they push me to to really try and embody more of who God is every single day. Because when I'm friends with them, I also see... I also see so much of God in them and feel encouraged and like I have a good community to fall back on when I'm struggling with my faith and while I'm struggling in life in general, just knowing that I can go to my friends and they're going to be there to walk alongside me and to pick me up and to carry me if they need to at times and that I'm going to absolutely do the same for them. And the last thing I have on here of what's most important to me in friendships is that it feels reciprocal. I think, I don't know where I heard this for the first time. Maybe my friends and I were talking about it. But just the concept of like being able to match other people's energy and like meet them where they're at, I think is huge for me in friendships and relationships. I really, I want to know that someone wants to be my friend as much as I want to be their friend and when I can sense and see that they're putting in the effort and I'm also putting in effort then I just feel so confident and so secure and so good about a friendship if they're making plans to hang out and like I'm also making plans to hang out and we can just tell that we're both equally invested and equally excited about that friendship and what it's offering and the the life that it's giving both of us I think I think that just feels so so good and so affirming to me in my life and affirming to me in friendships also related to just like friendships being reciprocal 
I don't remember who told me this, but I wrote this quote down in my notes app from like 2017, which is crazy. But it says, you can't expect the friendship flower. (laughs) You can't expect the friendship flower to grow if you're never tending to it. And that sounds incredibly cheesy. I understand. But I think it's a good metaphor still of like friendship is a precious and a wonderful thing. And it has to be nurtured right? Like I can't expect to feel close and to feel good with my friends if if I'm not putting time and energy and devotion to it. Like I can't expect it to just feel good and to feel fulfilling, which I know can get hard with having busy schedules and having um, a lot of things going on. And even if you're juggling a lot of friendships, I think that can be really hard. But just the idea that friendship is so wonderful, but it's also tender and it needs to be cared for and it needs to be needs to be nurtured and grown. Um, and that takes time and that takes a lot of energy and attention as well. So those are some of the things that I think are most important to me in friendships and kind of how I would define them. But while these things might be the most important thing to me, they might also be so different from how others would define friendship, which is what the topic and what the title of the episode for today is about is just defining friendships differently and how these are all things that that I really need and that feel really important and and essential to me and friends to feel to feel the best in a friendship but other people have things that could be the complete opposite of this that make them feel the most secure the most loved or the best in their relationships and just recognizing that and how people have such different definitions of friendships like other people maybe maybe they feel really good and really secure if you know you're hanging out you're getting coffee every couple months and like for them that's a really a really incredible friendship still and it still feels like a very core friend in their life and they don't need to hang out all the time they don't need to text all the time maybe for others friendship feels like people that you just hang out with and have a really good time with and you don't need to have this big heart to heart and you just like get to spend good quality time together laughing enjoying each other's presence I think there's a lot of beauty in that and I I almost feel guilty in myself for feeling like I just put these like monumental expectations on friendship sometimes when at the end of the day it's just people loving people and people like wanting to spend time and wanting to be to be with people but if I just hold my friends and hold people to these like extremely high expectations that's just like not fair or necessary or kind all the time you know so I just feel also pretty convicted in that sense of just like I just want to be able to appreciate friendships and appreciate people more for who they are versus versus just looking for friends that maybe define friendship in the same way that I do you know, it may feel the best or most comfortable for me to surround myself with friends that feel the most similar to me. But I think there's a lot of danger in just like that more homogenous friend group. I truly just want to to love people in the best way that they receive love. And that means like getting to know them really well and asking them how I can care for them and how I can better love them. And we also have responsibility in that of just voicing our own needs and our own expectations for friendships too. 
And then when we do, being okay with the fact that people people have different expectations and different hopes than we do. And like, that's not just an okay thing, but that is like a really beautiful thing and a beautiful part about life. It's not, oh, like I define friendship in, in this certain way. This is like the best way to go about it. Because I think there's a whole lot of pride attached to that. And I'm definitely guilty of that, of thinking like, okay, like I, I have this friendship thing down and I'm going to do it perfectly and I'm going to nail it. And like the way that I love my friends is the best possible way. But what's kind of ironic about that is I feel like we we give love in the way that we also want to receive it. So it's like, I think that I'm being like the best possible friend by doing X, Y, or Z. But that's only because like, that's the way that I would want people to love me. But that doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it the best. You know what I mean? I think I'm going on like so many tangents. I hope that someone is somewhat following this. Um, But basically what I'm trying to say is I just, I want to continue developing just more of an understanding and more empathy for people who define friendship very differently from me. And I honestly want to pursue more of those friendships because I don't want to only give my heart or my time or my attention to people that are similar to me because that's not the heart of the Lord. And I think in doing that, I would just miss out on so much, would miss out on all the ways that other people are so unique, so uniquely different from me and the opportunity to get to learn from them and get to love them. I would miss out on that, on so much of that if I'm closing the door to all those friendships that feel that feel different from what I may be comfortable with initially. It can feel really difficult and challenging and frustrating. And honestly, I'm struggling with this right now because I've just been thinking and reflecting on friendships a lot and how I think I can just like have too much pride and like too too high of expectations sometimes. So like I've been thinking about this a lot in my own life and sometimes I catch myself thinking, you know, well, if this person really loved me and cared for me and cared for our friendship, like, wouldn't it look like this? Wouldn't they be doing this thing for me? Um, or I don't want to invest in this if if their effort doesn't look the same as my effort. Which I get because you do want to make sure that your your cup is being filled as well and you don't want to overcommit your time and your energy. But I also just so wholeheartedly believe that love and friendship are such gifts. And I just want to be a person who gives these unapologetically to people that have completely different personalities and completely different needs um, and understandings than I do. I think it's helpful for me to understand and to look at the Enneagram and personality types in this, how everyone has, you know, this core fear and also a core motivation that guides them i don't think that that the enneagram you know is comprehensive and exhaustive but i think it is really helpful at least for me to like understand people a bit more so for example i so i'm an enneagram two so i'm sure we'll talk about the enneagram a lot um in future episodes because my friends and i talk about this all the time but i'll just give a little a little bit right now. I am an Enneagram 2. So 
The deepest fear for two is being alone and unloved and cope with this fear by taking care of others and making themselves central to other people's lives. Oof. <laughs> and then the core motivation Enneagram 2s want to feel loved and appreciated, which motivates them to express love toward others in their words and actions, which is crazy accurate for me, I feel like. And like I think that this is definitely how I function in relationships and drives a lot of the things that I do, why I do the things that I do. But it's helpful for me to understand that other people also have very different personalities and very different core fears and core core motivations so it's like other people aren't thinking about taking care of others and making others feel loved and appreciated all the time like that's not what their their normal disposition is and I have to remind myself of that because as I just feel like oh look they're not loving me in the way that I feel the most loved but it's like no Jenna they are just a separate human being with their own needs and their own motivations and fears and personality type but all of this to say, um, people are so complex. We as individuals alone are complicated. And then when you get two or more of them together in, in friendship or in community, that can get messy and it can get hard. We have a lot of needs, a lot of hurt, but we also have a lot of our hearts that we can share with one another. And we are going to mess it up a lot of the time. I know that I do it a lot. I project my emotions on my friends. I still catch myself being petty rather than having mature conversations at times. And I get it wrong more often than I would like to admit. But I hope that this episode encouraged you to reflect at least a little bit on on your own friendships and how you define it because I think when we when we're able to be more aware of ourselves and what we need how we perceive something and also just more aware of how other people may be so different I think that just develops another level of empathy in a way that we can just better show up for all of the people in our lives Basically, I just think that friendship is one of the most incredible things in the entire world. And I truly think about my friends every single day and just thank the Lord so, so much for them and for the ways that they continue to love me and support me and just walk alongside me in such, um, such kind and selfless ways. To kind of close this episode, I just wanted to read a little quote from the book, conversations on love um this is by natasha lunn and i got it for christmas i think this past year but it's where she interviews a ton of different a ton of different people with questions related to love in terms of friendship romantic relationships strangers a lot of different things so one question that she asked someone says what have you learned from your friendships and this was the reply Friends understand I can be anxious and depressed, but also wild and shy and silly and fearful. They see all those parts of me and guide me through them gently and with time. They are here for the good and the bad and everything in between. 
My friends taught me that love could be consistent and solid and steady. That it could make me feel safe. They are the people who have shown me what it means to love and to be loved. And I just love that quote so much because I think it reminds me a lot of my friends that I've met, especially in college, that have really just shown me the best love that I have ever experienced in my life and and have really just felt so much like home to me. At the end of the day, I think it's such a beautiful thing that people need people. Um, so hug yours close, hold them tightly, and I hope that you tell them you love them often. That's kind of all I have for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. Bye.